another edition of After Hours. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the practice of forgiveness. On Sunday, Bobby Bell did a teaching on Ephesians 4.32 and the call for us to forgive as God and Christ has forgiven us. He did an excellent job. I want to thank Bobby for doing that. Encourage everyone to listen and learn to uh, what he did. Take a look at the notes. It was a really, really solid teaching. Uh, he covered a lot of ground related to forgiveness and how we can put it into practice. And I want to take uh, another text today that I found really helpful in the past uh, related to this topic of forgiveness and how we walk through this in our daily lives. And that text is in Romans chapter 12, verses 17 to 21. And the Apostle Paul writes, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so Paul in this passage is clearly speaking about how we respond when somebody has wronged us. Notice he speaks about returning evil for evil. He speaks about uh, the concept of revenge. And he even refers to a person as our enemy. So we clearly have in view here someone who has wronged us. And so there would need to be forgiveness. But what do we do if the other person doesn't respond. Paul seems to be thinking of a situation here where the forgiveness is not easy because the other person doesn't repent. They're not sorry for what they did. Perhaps they continue doing the activity. Uh, how do we respond then? And Paul uh, gives us an idea of how we work to bring peace in a relationship and what do we do if the other person will not respond and allow there to be peace in the relationship. Well, first off, what he tells us is there's a progression of how we live at peace, to get to live at peace, which is the goal. He says, first, if it is possible. Now, what that phrase means is, of course, it's not always possible. There are times when someone will simply refuse to live at peace with us. And in those cases, we can't live at peace with them. We can make attempts, we can forgive, we can do the right thing, but the relationship won't really be restored because it's not possible. Paul continues on, says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, which means sometimes people will indicate that they want a relationship to be restored, but in fact, what they're asking for is something we cannot deliver. For example, if someone is demanding that we engage in sin with them as the price of the relationship coming back, obviously we can't engage in the sin. Or if they're asking us to lie, to either say we did or said something that we did not do or say, or to deny that we did certain actions or said certain things, we can't do that. Or finally, if someone was, for example, asking us to do something that would be very hurtful to another person as the price of restoring the relationship with the first person, well, it's not something we can do. So even if they say that there's a possibility, sometimes we can only go as far as what depends on us, as much as we can righteously do. But Paul says, if it is at all possible, if we can do things to restore the relationship, then we ought to do that so that we can live at peace. And obviously at the foundation of that, it requires we forgive. This is why Paul says at the conclusion of this, don't try and take revenge, my friends. 
uh, our desire for vengeance is we want to punish the other person, which is the exact opposite of forgiveness, where we are letting them go. We are remitting what they owe us, so to speak. And so Paul says that we have to forgive and, in fact, even bless those who have wronged us because we overcome evil here in interpersonal relationships, not by repaying evil with evil, but we overcome evil by doing good. So I encourage you to think about this because there are a few things that are more practical in our lives than learning to walk in true forgiveness and working to live at peace with everyone. Because if we grow in this Christ-like character, it brings glory to God, it promotes the cause of the gospel, and finally, it even allows us to receive healing ourselves rather than letting a root of bitterness grow up within us uh, so what's working to God's glory and the good of the gospel also turns around and works good for us. That's the way God has designed this universe. So there is a joy as we forgive others. So I hope this is helpful. I encourage you to walk in the path of forgiveness this week. Show others Christ-like character and promote the gospel. Bring glory to God and even ultimately good to yourself. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to seeing everyone at the work party and then as we gather on Sunday for worship. God bless.